Welcome to the Bob Siegel Show podcast on the Cross Global Media Radio Network. Visit cgmradio.com slash bob to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Hi, I'm Bob Siegel here to talk about my latest book, The Many Myths About Ministry. As you know, I'm a Christian apologist, but let me tell you something. In my many years of interactions with skeptics, doubters, and even seekers, I have found that the vast majority of their problems with Christianity stem from previous church experiences. Yes, What's more, many of their concerns are valid and serve as inspiration for this book. While defending the truth of the Bible and the importance of the gospel message, I nevertheless take an honest look at the way Christians interact with each other. From the larger issues of putting our leaders on too high a pedestal, to the unfair judging of the way another person worships, to the unsolicited advice which claims to have been led by the Spirit of God. Of course, and I do believe the Spirit of God speaks, I do, but a lot of times Christians are putting words in his mouth. Who are we kidding? My friends, this simple, easy read will strike a chord of familiarity with anyone involved in church life. It's a call to lay aside the unimportant issues that distract us and return to the heart of Christian community. The Many Myths About Ministry by Bob Siegel, available on Amazon.com and barnesandnoble.com. Say hello again to my producer, Brendan Thomas. Hello, Bob. I decided to bring back another fan favorite of yours, and that is, of course, Bible questions. Oh, right. Yeah. So anyways, I'm going to get into our first question here. So I'm going to go to Jeremiah chapter 10, verses 2 through 4. It states, Learn not the way of the nations, nor be dismayed at the signs of the heavens, because the nations are dismayed at them. For the customs of the peoples are vanity. A tree from the forest is cut down and worked on an axe by the hands of a craftsman. They decorate it with silver and gold. They fasten it with hammer and nails so that it cannot move. So it may seem like a silly question, but is this verse forbidding Christmas trees, per se? Or okay, no? well, it's not a silly question because okay, it comes up a lot. And oh, it's okay. very common for Christians to speak against Christmas. And I know you're not one of them, no. Brendan. But I do want to say that I have talked to the most sanctimonious self self-righteous Christians to say, oh, we don't celebrate Christmas because it's based on a pagan holiday. And it is true that there was a Roman celebration called Saturnalia, which after Rome was converted to Christianity, they changed that and they celebrated the birth of Christ. I've said this often, if God can convert a heart, if God can convert a soul, God can also convert a holiday. Now, as for the Jeremiah passage, is he talking about Christmas trees? That would be impossible on the face of it because Jeremiah lived hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before the birth of Christ, before there was any celebration of Christmas. Jeremiah was writing and preaching because the nation of Israel was falling into idol worship. He kept warning them that if they continued with this, they were going to be conquered by the nation of Babylon. They did not listen to him. They eventually were conquered by the nation of Babylon, carried off into captivity for years. It was after the Persians conquered the Babylonians and then the Jews were living under Persian rule that the Persian king Artaxerxes allowed the Jews to return to their land. Jeremiah then in this passage and in so many other passages of the book of Jeremiah is talking about idol worship. Now sometimes idols were made out of stone. Sometimes idols were made out of copper or out of silver or out of gold. Here he's talking about one that starts with a wooden base. But if you continue reading in 
that chapter, you see him mentioning the word idol. It is an idol that he is talking about here. He's not talking about celebrating Christ with a Christmas tree. Right. Now, if somebody feels that they can't in good conscience put up a Christmas tree because it takes away from Christ, that's fine. But if somebody else puts up a tree, and by the way, Dana and I still have our tree up in the middle of February. That's how much <laughs> we're into Christmas. We're doing that to celebrate Christ. God knows our hearts. God knows that's why we're doing it. That is not what Jeremiah was talking about. It was a warning against idol worship. Now, if somebody put up a Christmas tree and they decided that they were some tree hugger and they were worshiping nature instead of worshiping Christ, that would be a problem. So a Christmas tree or the decoration of any kind of tree could be an issue if the person's actually worshiping the tree, but that's not what Christians for the most part are doing when they put up a Christmas tree. Idol worship was what they were doing, however, in the days of Jeremiah. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, uh, speaking of this kind of topic, have you gotten a chance to see Saving Christmas yet? It's a Kirk Cameron film where he is trying to persuade people that all the Christmas traditions are actually not from pagan traditions, but they're actually Christian traditions. I have heard of that film, and of course I've seen other things by Cameron. I have not seen that okay. one. Did you like it, it? Personally, no. He made no sense at all in this whole Was it movie. because it was bad art artistically, or was it the message that you disagree uh, with? There's two messages. I absolutely disagree with him. Otherwise, it's the art for sure, because it's a 70-minute movie, and I'm not kidding you 50 minutes of this movie is two guys sitting in a car talking it's so <laughs> well, well now if it's a fascinating conversation i'll give them some leeway but if it's a boring conversation I'll, I'll that's another what, story it, it ain't no uh there's a movie back in the 80s called like dinner with my dinner with andre was yeah. it yeah was it, it like it, it that because no that was di- supposed to be a fascinating movie even though the whole thing was two guys in a restaurant right. talking. it ain't no my dinner with Andre. okay <laughs> all right well that's we were talking about this the other day i was getting into a discussion with a friend we were talking about the movie ben-hur and uh-huh. he was talking about oh it's four hours long i don't believe that the length of something determines whether it's too long. I believe whether or not it's boring determines whether it's too long. The Ten Commandments, Ben-Hur, four hours each movie, but you're on the edge of your seats for the most part. There could be another movie that's only 40 minutes and it might bore you to death because of the subject matter. So I'm glad you made that comparison because you're not saying that simply because the whole thing's a conversation that automatically makes it boring. You're just saying this was not an interesting conversation. Right, right. I mean, I sat through, I, I know this is completely different, but the Avengers End of Ultron is three hours long and I loved every second of it. I was on the edge of my seat for every action scene, every dialogue I was really enthralled with. But this is, again, it's only 70 minutes, but it's, it feels like a long one. Uh, the two points I disagree with him, uh, one of the points he's made is talk about how the Christmas tree is a Christian object. Here's the reason why. Christ died on the cross. What was that cross made from? Wood. Oh, is he Wood. trying to Trees. say because Christ died on the cross? Yes. That's, uh, yeah. And I'm like, uh, I mean, we, we always need to give some latitude. The Romans did decorate trees yes. for the winter solstice. Right. Did the Romans have a pagan festival that got converted to Christianity? Yes, but I always like to add my, so what? If we know in our hearts that we're worshiping Christ, we know in our hearts that we're worshiping Christ. It's exactly. that simple. Exactly. The last thing I didn't agree with him in terms of the messaging uh, was near the end where he says, and if you want those big presents and everything for yourself, 
go ahead, do it. And he says the reason why is because we're taking from the material of Jesus. Thus, we're celebrating those objects. And I'm like, but isn't that still greed? And I thought greed's a sin. I would have to, that. well, to be fair to him, I would have to watch the movie and hear it in context. But right. to just answer your question at face value, gifts are something neutral. Somebody can be giving gifts with greed in mind that if they give an expensive gift, they expect one in return. Somebody could be doing it just out of the generosity of their heart. Somebody might be wealthy and they might give a Porsche to their daughter, but they're doing it out of love. Somebody may be a pauper and they're making a paper doll to give to their daughter, but they're doing that in love. So the gift is neutral. The motivation is everything. That would be my cursory answer to that because I haven't had a chance to hear I, I, prom- I, I wish he added that option about the motivation because what I remember from the film, he just said, it's okay to be greedy because we're taking from the material of Jesus. No, the oh, Bible, no, no. The Bible says that it. greed is wrong. So. I got it. No, it's okay to be materialistic. I got it. He said it's okay to be materialistic because we're taking from the material of Jesus. Well, That's what he said. Okay, I, I would that. say that the word materialistic, like the word gift, could be a neutral word depending on, like when people say, well, capitalism is evil. Well, greedy capitalism is evil. Right. But capitalism is a free monetary system that keeps us from the tyranny of socialism and communism is not evil. So again, a lot of it goes back to motive. A lot of it goes back to how it's being used. Yeah. Okay. So I really don't want to go back to that movie, but I'll, I'll have okay. to watch it at some point and be more contextual with some of these. Well, things. I should watch it myself so that maybe the next time we discuss it, I could talk as one who was informed, but I'm just giving, again, a surface answer totally. to your questions. Okay. The Bob Siegel Show podcast is a production of Bob Siegel and Cross Global Media. Visit us online and subscribe to the show at cgmradio.com slash bob. 